the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I always like to start the top of the hour with how things did yesterday and how things are looking today. And then we get into the issues of the day. Today is going to be Snapchat, probably. They're down 30%. Yesterday, New York City said goodbye to an icon. Who passed? Who died? What went away? It was on 7th Avenue and West 50th. I've seen it before. I showed it to my kids and they're like, what is that? It was a phone booth. It's the last payphone in New York City. Superman now has nowhere left to change. Interesting. No. Yesterday, NASDAQ, the SP 500, the Dow all had big rallies. Not huge. But better than average, 1.5% up on the NASDAQ, 1.8% on the S&P, Dow was up 1.9%, 10-year treasury, sits at 2.85. I feel like as long as the 10-year treasury stays below three, it's a little bit safer for the environment of stocks. I don't care. I say get the pain over with, but I know that you don't like seeing things go straight up or straight, or you don't like seeing things go straight down. Cracks are starting to appear in the buy now, pay later. Again, something I just haven't understood. A company called Klarna is laying off 10% of the company's roughly 7,000 employees. And of course, they delivered the announcement, you've been fired on a video message from the CEO. That doesn't wildly offend me because I kind of get wanting to say everything. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Okay, okay. That's probably not the right way to do it. But that's the funniest way to do it. Being fired by Donald J. Trump would be humorous. But the idea of buying a $400 pair of sneakers or a $800 pair of sunglasses or a $1,400 iPhone and saying, you know what? I'm going to give you a... I'll pay for it over 12 easy installments. $1,200 phone, I'll do it for 100 bucks. Deal? How about 13th payment of $100? We have to make money too. Deal. I don't get it. It, To me, it's just like you're living beyond your ways and means. And uh, there's a Peter Gabriel song where he goes, I'm living beyond my ways and means, living in the zone of the in-betweens. That's an odd song, just so you know. It's something about fat men play with her it's probably gets too sexual for me to i should shut up so anyway buy now pay later it's a thing it's being a bnpl they're europe's largest private tech firm laying off 10 percent of its staff ceo said the war in ukraine soaring inflation recession coming on the way reason for the cuts they say stay calm during a stormy time this is their way of doing it for me i'm okay with job cuts i know it sounds horrible but it's part of the Inflation that's causing what looks like a pending recession, but not in the United States yet. 
we're still pretty strong consumers. Snaps in a warning, taking 30% last night after telling Wall Street that they would not meet revenue and profit targets because of a potential, starts with the letter R, and then it gets dirty from there, recession. There, I said it. The macro environment is further deteriorated and faster than anticipated. Now, what does that tell me? Is there the business of selling advertising to 18 to 25 year old kids who like to take pictures of themselves with like dog ears on? To me, that tells me that they do a lot of lenses that the that companies are saying, you know, I'm a little bit scared for the back half of the year. I don't want to blow my whole advertising budget on the summer. And you're hearing that from Airbnb and hosts are saying, you know, uh, June looks great. Half of July looks great. But July, August, we, we're not getting a lot of bookings yet. Okay. Activision Blizzard. In a 19-3 vote, quality assurance testers for Activision Blizzard formed a union, a first for a major North American video game publisher. The National Labor Relations Board called or accused Call of Duty maker Activision, formally finalizing a $69 billion deal to be acquired by Microsoft, of illegally threatening employees with its strict social media policies. It's weird because yesterday and some things I just don't understand, but I was reading some of the new rules coming out of Facebook or Meta. No more than five employees are allowed to get together and talk about abortion. I'm like, what? Is that a thing? Uh, it is now, I guess. But I got to be careful because in our company, it's no more than three. <laughs> getting, getting, getting. Coco. Who? Coco. Conan O'Brien has sold his digital media company, Team Coco, to SiriusXM, valuing the company at $150 million. Is that right? There's a podcast called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. That's the flagship podcast. It makes the leap to SiriusXM's pod network. There's 10 other podcasts, including Rob Lowe's Parks and Recreation, Nicole Byers' Why Won't You Date Me? O'Brien signed a five-year talent agreement and will produce a comedy channel for the satellite radio company. Team Coco staff has about 50 employees that are going to join Cirrus. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is number 26 amongst the podcast by weekly listeners. It's another nine-figure acquisition. Spotify, in theory, we don't even know the exact details, but it was a $200 million deal to get Joe Rogan. Um, I'm more of a Team Coco than a Joe Rogan. Podcast ad market. Topped 1.4 billion in revenue in 2021. It's projected to hit 4 billion by 2024. So you can find my podcast at Apple iTunes and and where else is it? I don't even know anymore. Oh, Google Store and probably every other freaking fragging podcaster out there. <laughs> Best Buy. All. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Best Buy pointed to worsening macro conditions on its fiscal first quarter earnings conference call. Um, but they don't expect a recession. Now, again, Snap says we see a recession. Best Buy doesn't. Consumer Electrics retailer, Best Buy, expects a decline of 3 to 6% for 2023 versus what they previously said was going to be a decline of about 1% to 4%. Recessions are going to happen. You know, there's a horrible song by Alphaville, Alphaville that goes, you can stop your car for an afternoon in utopia. We're not that. 
we're not a utopian society. We don't get a guaranteed economy growing higher. It's not going to happen. Recessions are normal and they're healthy. And again, it sucks that I say that because I'm not losing my job, I don't think. But recessions are normal and healthy because they take care of excesses. They cut down on traffic. They cut down on hotel reservations. They cut down on dinner reservations. They cut down on travel costs. As fewer people go, less demand equals, ooh, there's a couple empty seats. A couple empty seats. And the airline's like, ooh, if it's even empty, I'd rather give it to Rob for $200 versus $400 that we gave it to Mike for. You get the idea. So price action is kind of important right now. Snap warning that second quarter revenues and adjusted EBITDA will be below the low end of its prior guidance. That's pulling down Meta and other tech stocks today. Twitter's conference call this week is going to be fascinating because Elon Musk is involved and everyone thinks he kind of doesn't want the company, even though he bid on it. He's got a little buyer's remorse. Will this be his way to get out? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. There's a comedian named Bill Ingvall. And I think he uses the phrase, there's your sign. Stupid people buy cryptocurrencies, digital money. There's your sign. Um, I don't want to get into that. But some of the signs that you could feel a little bit better about are recessions are normal. You're going to see some job cuts, which are very normal. Um, And it'll be your sign that this is playing out the way it's supposed to. Another sign that you're going to see are companies buying back shares and announcing bigger buybacks. So you probably lose your scorecard when you start thinking of like, oh, Apple just reported a great quarter. They sold a lot of phones, but they also announced that they're committing, you know, another 60 billion to a buyback. Google's got a lot of money and they should be buying back their shares right now. And they should be telling shareholders they're doing that. Starbucks CEO for the third time, not once, not twice, but three. He's been CEO of the company three times. In large part, he was brought back in the last three months, probably to fight the unionization. And I've already talked a little bit about how Activision is voting for unionization. And Wall Street doesn't like that. In large part, um, some jobs you know kind of need a union. Some jobs you're like, I don't think that needs a union. Uh, We don't have poorly trained baristas in the world that are causing problems. But we do have companies that underpay them. Would you like? But the problem isn't being mean to them. Well, let's let's drop that and go with I'm pro union when it comes to police, firefighters, and teachers. I think our society has to have those things. But and I think those jobs all have situations where you don't make a lot of money. Not like working for Netflix. Not like working for Amazon. So I think the trade-off is if we want those people in our community, we have to help get them some security. I want my electrician to be a union. So a couple of years ago, 12 years ago, I was getting some electrical work done on a home. Um, I had bought it and electrician shows up and my wife had a thing for him because his son had died in a quad cycle accident that had flipped. And she's like, oh, we should help him out. And I'll tell you what, the one thing I never want is 
electrician who's mourning the death of his kid because every t- everything he did for us, you'd hear him sobbing in the back. And I, I know you're saying you don't have a heart, Rob. No, I just I was fearful that he wasn't doing the job right, that he needed to take some time off to get his head straight versus working on my family's electricity because I'm afraid of uh, fires. But I get unions. I do, I do, I do. So Howard Schultz is coming back to Starbucks probably to work on the union angle. But he did something that there's your sign that this is a good thing, not a bad thing. He bought millions and millions of dollars of stock on the open market, not stock options. He thinks the stock's too cheap. He paid $10 million on May 10th for 137,000 shares at $72.67. He now owns 19.5 million Starbucks shares in his personal account, owns another 2.2 million through limited liability companies. In the end, do I think we're going to be going to Starbucks for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years? Yes. Do I think recessions are going to kill the company? No. But when workers are dropping out of the job market, do I think they're going to be going to Starbucks for a five buck cup of Joe? No. So the numbers will get hit. Um, but you need to see the, the job numbers. You need to see people lose their jobs. And you also need to see buybacks. And you need to see people like Howard Schultz saying, you know what, I'm going to buy shares. My little secret is it looks too cheap. I'm on the inside. I know what we can do and can't do. I don't know if that makes sense to you. I want to repeat, um, Christine Lagarde had a great quote last night. I talked about this in the first hour, and usually I only post about an hour, maybe sometimes an hour 20 of my show. But Christine Lagarde says crypto is worth nothing. Um, you've seen the damage already done in crypto valuations this year. The thing that I don't like about crypto is there's a lot of buyers. There's not a lot of people. There's a lot of people who believe in it, but there's no one who doesn't. There's no way to invest that you don't believe. There's no shorting. There's no going against it. Now they're starting to get some ETFs. They're starting to figure out ways to pull it off, but I still don't like it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Again, if you had to talk me into crypto, I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say 5% of your net worth or less. So if it does crash, like Christine Lagarde is implying, it's worthless, that you're not going to be destroyed. Um, let's take a quick look at how Bitcoin is doing today. Actually, I want to look at all of them. Because with Snap, you're seeing um, a lot of the digital players go lower. Bitcoin's at 28797 It's been holding here, like the NASDAQ's been holding here. Keep my Bitcoin's down more percentage-wise than the NASDAQ. NASDAQ's down more than the S&P 500. The S&P 500's down more than the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Um, but there's not a lot of support from 28,000 to 11,000. It went straight up. It's implied that it can go straight down there, technically speaking. You don't hear me use the word technically very often. A study found that 82% of Memorial Day drivers will do so by car. Well, that makes sense. 82% of Memorial Day travelers is the one I meant to say, not drivers. Record gas prices will do little to deter holiday travelers this Memorial Day. I will say this. All things considered, gas is pretty cheap. And I used to say on this air that gas never really changes due to inflation. When I was 18 years old, I was paying anywhere between $2 to $4 for gasoline. 
This time last year, most Americans were paying anywhere between two and four dollars for gasoline. Even though my wages went up, even though my home price went up, even though my stocks went up. Does gasoline have a new reset to the six dollars where we're paying anywhere between five and seven dollars? Maybe. Right now, 11% of road trippers this year will do so in an electric vehicle. Um, you know, one of the interesting things about, I've been doing a lot of research on Toyota and they're, they're pushing hydrogen. And I kind of like the idea because I don't think electric is going to be for all markets. For instance, I have a home where it snows a lot. Uh, Solar is not going to be acceptable there. But if you go to a local fill-up station, they could fill up your car with hydrogen and it's, it's a renewable, clean energy. Um, you got to be careful because I think we all saw the Hindenburg. But you don't have to be careful because they're actually making the, the fuel tanks like out of titanium and stuff like that. It's an interesting thought because like Elon Musk, of course, goes poo-poo hydrogen, poo-poo. But with hydrogen, you can do other things like heat homes. Wow. You could run like electricity off of it. Like, you see where I'm going at with this? That would be an area if I'm looking for a massive home run, I would do a lot of work on right now. Keep in mind, lithium is the natural home run right now. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black Show. An education first approach to managing your money. This is the Rob Black Show. You remember the underpants gnomes? Every now and then they, they work their way into my show. Phase one, collect underpants. Phase two, question mark. Phase three, profit. Same thing could be said for recessions in the United States or business cycles. As inflation reared its ugly head, we're going to see cost inflate on corporations, and then corporations are going to pass it on to us. Then we're going to say, screw you guys, that's too much. And the corporation is going to say, you know what? We need to make X amount of dollars and we're going to let go 10% of our staff because if Rob doesn't want the product, uh, we can let go of some people because we just need to serve the people that, that are going to pay. So part of the whole process, and I'm getting to this ever so slowly, is that there has to be job losses. We've seen inflation. We've seen it hit the wholesale level. Now we're seeing it hit the consumer level. Uh, question mark is what's next? It's the, it's the missing profits, which we're going through, Target and Walmart. And then after that, corporations right now, every board of director in an SP 500 company right at this point in time, they're all saying, what can we do? And they're all going to come down to our highest cost of doing business is labor. So just know that as we're still going through the great recession or the great resignation where people are still quitting, some people are going to be forced to leave. So an underpants gnome is a plan that is missing an important step. Um, and I think you need to have business plans. I think you have to have an understanding of them. So let me give you an example of where that's going to play into. Abercrombie and Fitch shares are falling 25%. The retailer posted a loss. They offered a weak outlook. Um, tough getting inventory. And if you take a look right now, it's end of May. So let's go. Uh, June, July, August, September, October. Six months, we're going to be in October. You know what October is? It's Christmas season. So now we're going to start paying really close attention 
to how much inflation is hitting the goods that companies like Walmart, Abercrombie and Fitch, Target are collecting, um, how much inventory stays on the shelves. Uh, it's not a healthy time in retail. So Abercrombie and Fitch shares down 25%. They probably need to cut staff. Hopefully they can do it through corporate offices. If people aren't buying clothes, they have to probably do it through retail as well. You know, on a busy Saturday, instead of staffing five people, maybe they'll staff four. It's dynamic is what I'm trying to get at. And there's a plan. Job cuts are next. Walmart is expanding its drone delivery system across six states. I still don't understand how this is a story. They have 37 sites up and going uh, by end of this year. The big box retailer, Walmart, is going to be able to deliver items like batteries and hamburger helper to 4 million households in parts of Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Texas, Utah, and Virginia. I don't see how drones catch on only because we have a lot of gun owners in the United States. I know you're saying, where's this going? I could see myself going, look, it's a bird. Let's shoot it. Uh, Conroy, Conroy, get over here. Fire up the Camaro. Let's go shoot that uh, bird with a package under it. And again, I'm, I'm only kidding slightly, but if Walmart's going to deliver and you're talking about batteries and hamburger helper, is that ever going to be worth the investment? I don't know. Walmart's been testing how drone deliveries could drive e-commerce growth and turn stores into a way to outmatch Amazon on speed. Um, other stories of note today. Memorial Day travelers are going to be traveling via car. 82%. The average gasoline is $4.59 per gallon. That's up 51% from last year. 82% of those of us who are taking a trip for the long weekend plan so to do so by car. Car travels down by 7%. Car travel down by 7% compared to 2021. Gas prices, are they curbing us by about 7%? That sounds about right. Interesting to note, um, AAA is now starting to publish information on electric vehicles. We know them for their gas coverage on Memorial Day, but they also are covering uh, electric vehicles. And again, down 9% on travel, 7%, excuse me, year over year. Some of it's probably gas prices. Some of it's probably inflation, and some of it's probably COVID-19 concerns. 11% of all road trippers on Memorial Day will do so by electric vehicle. AAA is saying the cost of electricity, we're seeing that you save about 25% per mile in an EV compared to gas. And if gasoline prices, if the new norm is that 5 to $7 per gallon range, you're going to see a lot of Americans pick up electric vehicles. I have an electric vehicle. I had a hybrid. Um, for me, the longer trips are still more hybrid driven versus electric vehicle. Um, but I guess the longest I've ever really gone on it is about 200 miles on one way. I wouldn't go much further. Russian oil contributes less than 2% to the U.S. oil supply. It comprises about 10% before they got into the war with Ukraine for the world. Fuel prices are expected to stay high until, for lack of a better phrase, Putin gets assassinated. Putin loses power. Putin gives up. 
Henry Kissinger today said something interesting. He goes, Ukraine should give up some cities. You can't embarrass Putin. This will end badly. And I'm not political enough to know what the hell anyone's saying there. Current highest gasoline in the United States is California at $6.06 a gallon. The cheapest is in Oklahoma at $4.03 a gallon. Um, so there's no sub four. Isn't that interesting? Usually you can find somewhere. Snap shares are down 38%. Worst day ever for the company. Um, what that's telling me is advertisers are starting to get a little bit worried about a recession. Advertisers don't want to spend big money if you don't have a big checkbook and a big happy feeling about using it. Did we get a little bit ahead of ourselves with pace on our recovery? Maybe. Snap is warning investors saying it won't meet its own targets for revenue and adjusted earnings. Since they issued guidance on April 21, the macroeconomic environment has deteriorated further and faster than anticipated. Shares are now down 83% from its 52-week high. They're off 70% year-to-day in Snap. Snap is pulling down Meta because they also work on an advertising relationship. Pinterest down 21%. Google and Twitter dropped 6% and 2%. So the ad tech industry is not great right now. And there's some more peer plays like the Trade Desk down 17%. Magnite down 10%. Pubmatic down 9%. The advertising industry is going to need someone like a Google, a Meta, or an Apple to step in, Amazon, and say, we're buying some of these companies on the cheap. What I want to see right now, and this is going to sound crazy, you're looking for things that tie together the dots. You're looking at TAM. That's short for total addressable market. And for Apple stock price to go higher, after it had a $2 trillion valuation, we started saying things like, well, anyone who wants a cell phone has a cell phone. Anyone who wants services, they kind of have them, but Apple's increasing the types of services. For instance, I canceled my meditation app, which was $99 a year because it's included in Apple Fitness as part of a subscription, which is way less than $99. It gives you Apple TV Plus. It also gives you Apple Music. So I cut one subscription for another subscription. Headspace and Calm, their meditation apps that I I think Apple was crushing. Um, And it's interesting because if they don't crush them and you get Calm or Headspace on Apple's store, Apple gets a 30% cut, but they're also learning like what's popular, what's not popular on their store. And they're coming up with product around popular. So I want to see some action. If Apple were to buy a self-driving car company, and it could be literally four engineers out of Google, out of uh, Stanford, and they have a theory and it looks like Apple's just buying them for the employees. I'm fine with that. If they buy a Lucid or a Rivian, I'm okay with that. They're probably getting 60 to 80% from its all-time highs. And it just says, and again, I'm not pushing Apple here, but we need to see that total addressable market of 100 million plus. And you'd be looking at cars as a way for Apple to continue to build product hardware. And then they'll start selling software on top of it. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Best Buy has cut their profit forecast on an inflation hit. 
not so bad. Not as bad as what we're seeing in shares of Snap and advertisers. But the advertisers are telling us at this point in time, uh, big ad spends are being curtailed on fears of the R word, the recession. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. I was doing an interview yesterday with Adam Phillips from EP Wealth, and I'm going to post it on my YouTube channel in about an hour. It's a 20-minute conversation, and I love those, talking to market strategists and portfolio strategists, because I get to talk like I do on the show, and he gets answer like he does on CNBC and Bloomberg. He's media savvy, so he's really good at what he does. Yesterday, one of the things we were talking about are um, what's going on with the economy. And do you think there's going to be a recession? Do you think there's, you know, inflation? And we're going through all the things. And I think it's just another solid voice. It's like Patrick O'Hare on Wednesdays. He's a solid voice. Uh, recessions tend to last six to 18 months. Down markets about the same. They could go on three years is the worst I've seen. And that's about it. Um, so how far are we in? Doesn't really matter to me. Um, I know that there is an end in sight. It doesn't have to be close. It doesn't have to be immediate. Things don't work like that. If we all find out tonight that Putin's got cancer, and that's one of the rumors that he's doing this as a last ditch effort in his life, but it's, it's who knows? Um, if someone puts a bullet in the back of his head, that could like change from like, oh, we're not going to go into recession. 10% of the world's oil used to come from Russia. Russia's putting themselves in a situation. Let's put it this way. I'll never go to Russia. By the time sanctions get lifted, I'll be long dead. Um, what an economic disaster for the people of Russia to be part of a global community and then suddenly isolated. And trust me, I don't think the, the stories that we're hearing completely from Ukraine side are right either. Um, but take a look at the numbers today. We have the SP 500 down 2.4%. Bear market, essentially. Down 20% from its all-time highs. Dow Jones Industrial Average down 1.5. NASDAQ's down 3.5%, getting hit hard. In large part because Snap is saying a lot of these digital companies are going to have to slow hiring and maintain cost control because advertisers are going to be sloppy. For a company like Meta, who has Facebook and Instagram, they need the advertisers to be strong so they can do silly things like uh, create Mark Zuckerberg's Metaverse image. So I don't think you see a lot of hiring out of, of uh, Facebook or Meta either this year. Um, if we're not getting a lot of hiring, you're not getting a lot of wage inflation, people competing against each other. So some of the factors to stop the recession, to stop inflation are starting to play out. If you want to stop inflating home prices, you raise mortgage rates. Um, if I were to try to buy the home that I, this year, that about last year, um, a large chunk of the home that I bought was an Apple stock. And if Apple's off 25%, maybe I wouldn't have done it. So that takes someone who way overbid on a home out. So this would have got a lot smaller bid. So sometimes these things take care of themselves. Um, there's no policy that Biden could pull. Um, I see that he's talking with China, trying to get the Trump tariffs cut off or taken down. But he's also saying things like, uh, if China ever goes after Singapore, we'll, we'll give military resources. 
And it's not the right thing to say right now, Joe. If you're trying to make Johnny your friend, you can't piss him off at the same time. They don't like that. Um, Tessa loses a bid over sexual harassment suit. I don't know how I feel about this. Just, again, bringing this into the show. You have to. Companies have risk. Tesla's bid to send a lawsuit allegedly widespread sexual harassment. The company's flagship is similar plant to private arbitration. Judge said, nope, bring it to the courtroom. Um, I don't know. I tend to believe that men do stupid things because I've done stupid things in my life. And I don't think we, I don't think corporations would be in the position of doing stupid things. So I don't know what the courts are going to say, but that's out there. The shrinking middle class in the United States is a big story, in my opinion. America's middle class has been shrinking for over the last 50 years. Rising inequality has pushed households in the upper and lower income brackets. I've been pushing the upper. I flat out admit it and I hate it. I used to see myself as a middle class, blue collar kind of guy who was working a white collar job. Now I just see myself as privileged. I see my kids as privileged and I, I hate it. Um, but the middle class is barely keeping up. Their incomes have gone up a little bit, but not very much compared to inflation. The fact that incomes haven't gone up very much for over four decades. The definition of middle class varies. A family of three making 52,000 to 156,000 is considered middle income in the United States. But 150,000 in California in San Jose is considered poverty for a family of four. It's poverty. You get food stamps at those levels. You take that salary to Tampa and you're living with Tom Brady. I know you're saying that's an odd pull. Okay, so maybe that's not quite right. Incomes rose for the most upper income households from 1970 to 2020. Upper incomes pulling in $219,000 a year. Middle income, 90131 Lower income, 29963 Still very much so real. Oh, this is the best part of the Adam interview, which will be on YouTube in about an hour. I have to get through my television spot on Cron. That'll also be on YouTube in about an hour. Um, during the interview, I was like, uh, what do you think about like me going to Paris? Like I was trying to say, are there any, po- let's find the positives. One. And we agreed that if you're 20, 30, 40, or 50, it's a buying opportunity. We agreed that, you know, uh, wage inflation has helped some, but inflation has hurt them as well. It's a pretty good interview. Um, we talked some pretty random stuff, including the upcoming elections. That's going to be a big story for the next five months, six months. There's a big, big election today in Georgia. And will it show America's more pro or will it show Georgia's more pro Trump or will it show Georgia's moving on from Trump? And I don't know. I don't know what the mandate's going to be here. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. As always, thank you for listening. I wildly appreciate it. And I'll keep you updated as best I can. If you listen, I'll work hard for you. I'm Rob Black. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.